Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast, where we interview intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. I'm Bryce Johnson. Today's podcast includes a throwback interview with one of our early guests. The Unpacking It radio show began in August 2012, and over the years, we've had the privilege of talking with players, coaches, entertainers, authors, and broadcasters, and throughout that time. Technology has improved, sound quality has as well, and and even though some of those early interviews are, are funny for me to listen to, I think they're some of our, our best guests, and, and, and they're still some of my, my favorite stories that we've heard on this show, and so that's why we want to continue to make these available to you and, and wanted to share today's interview with you. So I hope you'll enjoy today's podcast and and check out all of our current and past interviews from over the years. Also, be sure to sign up for the Unpack This email devotional blog on unpackingit.com. But let's jump right in. I hope you enjoy today's guest. It's my privilege to welcome on the winningest coach in NCAA Division I football history, Bobby Bowden. Coached for 57 years, won two national championships while at Florida State. He has been retired from coaching now for four years, but has written a new book called The Wisdom of Faith. Coach Bowden joins us now on Unpacking It to talk faith, family, and football. Coach, how are you? It's fine, and it's good to talk to you, and uh, especially is it good to talk up to the Charlotte area. You know, in my you know, once we got into the ACC twenty years ago, or however long it goes, I, I got to get into North Carolina a lot, Charlotte and Raleigh, yeah. and a lot of the other towns. I, but I really, I, I felt like Charlotte might be the about the fastest growing town of that gum country. <laughs> it sure is. I, I've been here over twenty years, and and you're not kidding, because because you ended up now staying in in Florida. How did you, I, I guess, ultimately choose to to be there and and stay there? Yeah, well, Ann and I are still living in the same house wow. we moved into when we came here. So it's, we've been here now for 38 years. And I think we'll eventually move over to Panama City, oh. which is not but about 90 miles west of us. Because I've got Tommy lives there. Then my older son, Steve, lives there. And I think as my children re- re- retire, we probably all will drift over there. But we're still in the same old house uh, we moved into when we came to Tallahassee in 76. How cool is that? I love that. Very, very, very neat. Well, well, Coach, with, with college football now starting up, and it, it's happened especially this weekend, it's going to you know, all, all take on and, and be a great season. But I'm curious, what aspect of coaching do you miss the most? None. <laughs> None. <laughs> no, I, you know, people, I get that question a lot. Coach, uh, do you miss coaching? And I say, well, not yet. <laughs> but I really, uh, I, you know, I'm, 80, I'm 84. If I'd have been... I was 44, it'd be different, you true, know, but true. I, I coached till I was 80, they, then they had to run me off, you know, <laughs> but I, but I enjoyed it, and, uh, uh, but, but, but now I'm having a good time watching it, yeah. you know, I get the, when you're coaching, you can't watch it, you all you see is yourself, you you, you coach on Monday, and Tuesday, and Wednesday, and Thursday, and Friday, and you play Saturday, and then you grade the film Sunday afternoon, show it to the kids, then you immediately get on the next opponent, and you don't get to watch other people, but now... I watch them all. Oh. Saturday, Saturday, I'll sit in my living room from twelve to twelve. Oh. You know, watching every game, man. What, I, I, I really enjoy it. What a life! No, that, that's great. Well, are there any specific coaches that you enjoy kind of keeping an eye on? 
Well, of course I got. Yeah, I got a favorite up in Akron. You know who that is? That's oh, my yeah. boy Terry. My boy Terry. That's right. That's <laughs> Terry, right. Terry's coaching up in Akron. He and Jeffrey. Yeah. So naturally that we follow them. You know, they played last night, won their first ball game. So we're we're happy about that. But uh, Ann and I go up there a lot. We'll probably go up there a couple of times this year and watch them play. You know. Oh, good. But, you know how it is, blood's, blood's thicker than water, Bob. <laughs> That's right. We're talking with Coach Bobby Bowden here on Unpacking It, his new book, The Wisdom of Faith. And, and I'm, I'm curious your, your perspective on this, too. What, what area of college football do you look back and say, ah, oh, I wish that never changed. It, it should still be that way today. I, t- I tell you, I, could, I believe I can answer that pretty easily. Back in the days where a kid could not go pro, Mm. Until he graduated, until he graduated from college, mm-hmm. you know they don't do that anymore. They come out as juniors, which, which financially, I you know a lot of them need to do it because they got any money. But, but that gummit, that was nothing wrong with staying there four years either and getting their education. And, uh, mm-hmm. and I, so when they changed that rule where the pros could take them after what one year, two years, or I forgot what the rule is now, but they they can come out early, as you know. And well, baseball's got that too, college baseball. And basketball, but uh, I like it. I mean, I, I liked it when you had them four years, you know. That's right. No, I'm with you on that. I, I think that was an unfortunate change that just took the pressure of you got to go get the paycheck, and, and yeah. you, you miss yeah. out on, on staying in college for sure. Yeah, we're, we're, we're underrating education. Yeah. You know what? I mean, a kid, he gets room, board, tuition, books, and fees to go to school. But you can't you can't put a price tag on on a degree. That's right. You know, and uh, we we try to find other ways for these kids to make money rather than graduating. Oh, I know it, it's it's tough, but I guess we just have to. Unfortunately, it, it is the way it is. Go with it. That's right, exactly. Well, I'm, I'm curious with your your new book, the the wisdom of faith, and and now you've written a few books. Have you, have you always been a writer? What what's kind of your interest in in writing? Well, my 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 son is the writer. Uh, yeah. my son Steve. Steve, uh, he taught. He taught. Oh, he taught the Old Testament for eight years at Sanford University mm. when he was as his doctor's degree. And he's an excellent writer. Now he wrote another book about me about ten years ago. Uh, let's see, what was the name of it? Oh, the Bowden Way. I think that's right. He's a good writer, and uh, and he came up with the idea of writing a book on faith because we've written all kind of books on football and family. And so, you know, you get up my age, I'm 84 now, you know, you, you like to leave people with something mm. that, that might be really meaningful. You know, foot, football is a, football to me was a priority, but it, it never was the priority. And this faith is. Mm. Well, and so you, you, you mentioned your faith. How has, or maybe even what area of your faith has, has grown the most recently? As, as you've gotten older and, and even stepped away from, from football, how has your faith grown? Well, there's no doubt about it has grown because I really feel the older, that I, the older I have gotten, it seems like the more faith I have. Mm. It, it hadn't in my, d- diminished. So you'd think, well, maybe it diminished. No, mine's never diminished. I mean, the, the faith that I had as a child has grown and grown and grown. And uh, I have faith in God. I have faith in my, my Savior's Christ. Mm. You know, I got a Savior. But I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Christian. And, uh, and so, the, so I... I, I talk to my kids about that, these players I was coaching. You know, I always felt like they're like my sons, and when they leave me, they got to know something about that. Whether they, were, you know, whether they accept it or not, that's their business. I never tried to ram it down their throat, mm. but I wanted to make it available for them, you know, 
And so we would have devotions and we would have prayer with our team. You know, mm. I know that's not politically correct. That's right. I don't. I don't worry about that political correct stuff. I worry. I worry about being spiritually correct. Mm, amen. We're talking with Bobby Bowden, his new book, "The Wisdom of Faith." And I, you mentioned your your players and being able to to be that example to them. And, and I'm guessing that you, whether it's your former players or, or your own kids, that that they've come to you over the years when they have tough decisions to make. And I'm I'm wondering how do you balance telling them the wise decision from from your perspective, but also allowing them to figure out what that wise decision is on their own. Well, you know, many times they would come and ask me. Coach, what should I do about this? Or, Coach, I've got a problem. You know, yeah. now Warwick Dunn was a good example of that. Warwick was raised in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Now, his daddy, I don't know, I never met his daddy. Uh, he wasn't in the home, I know mm. that. Mm. Now, his mother, she got killed. She got shot his senior year in high school. Mm. She was a police a police officer. And I think she got shot during a, ro- a, a robbery. And so, so he came to Florida State. Well, he would always seek advice from me, you know, because he didn't have a mom and a daddy there. Yeah. And so I would. He he had he had six younger brothers and sisters. His grandmother. They living with his grandmother back over in Baton Rouge. And he'd come to see me and say, "Coach, I really got a problem. One of my one of my sisters or his, or brothers is not acting right, and he's doing this that and." So he and he'd ask me for advice, and I'd try to give him advice. He'd get in his car, drive all the way to Baton Rouge, get the problem straightened out, and turn around and come back. You know, <laughs> so there, there was and, and me being so much older, you yeah. know, I, I had so much more experience that I could help him with, you know. And uh, uh, but it, anyway, and it was a pleasure doing it. Oh, that that's excellent. And for you though, with with your faith and and being being that example, and and people looking up to you, what what are the daily disciplines that have allowed your faith to to remain strong all these years? Well, I think if we have faith, really, we really have faith. I think we'll show it by obeying God's commandments. Mm. You know, if if a guy says, "Oh man, I'm a Christian. I love the Lord," and then he goes out and uses God's name in vain, or robs a bank or hurt somebody, you know, his actions don't show that, Mm. you know. And so I think the more faith a person gets, the more they try to follow God's uh, laws, you know, or his commandments, you know. It is amazing if we, what if the whole world lived by the Ten Commandments? That's right. We wouldn't need those other billion laws that we got that a lot of people don't obey, you know. (laughs) Amen. We're talking with Bobby Bowden, his new book, The Wisdom of Faith right now on Unpacking It. And th- th- this, this new book, all about wisdom, and, and you take on different, different topics, the wisdom of contentment, the wisdom of patience. What, what area uh, that maybe you even talked about in this book has been the most difficult for you over the years? Uh, oh, I, I think the most difficult is, is putting other people ahead of yourself. Mm. You know, that's a tough one. I, I used to always talk to my team about priorities, you know, about, hey, boys, your number one priority needs to be God. Your number two priority should be your family. Mm. And your third priority ought to be other people. Mm. In other words, you should, you should put others before yourself. That's, that's the hardest one, boy. That's, that's tough to do, you know. <laughs> I'm right there with you. There, there's no question. And, and speaking of putting others first, I, I know that you've, you've been married 61 years, right? 65. Oh, 65. 
Yeah. 65 years. Incredible. So being able to, to stay married that long. I've only been married for, for a year. So, <laughs> so I, I, so you, Years ahead of you, boy. <laughs> so you, you set the standard. So how have you been able to, to stay married that long? And, and maybe what's the, what's the wisest thing you can, you can share with me and, and our audience today? Well, I was, uh, you know, it, I, I just got a good woman, you know, and I, I think, <laughs> I think sometimes God joins couples together, mm. maybe all the time. I don't know. But I think God joined, I definitely joined Anna. Go, gosh, she was 16 when I married. I was 19. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. She was just a, well, of course, that's an Alabama thing. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all don't do it up in North Carolina. No, that's, that's something right. we do down in Alabama. <laughs> but anyway, but anyway, I, I loved her, and we've been married 65 years. I wouldn't even consider. I never, neither one of us, we, we talk about that some. Uh, a lot of times I'll talk to her, I say, Ann, how in the world did you stay with me as sorry as I was at times, you know? And, but we just, we never, never even considered divorce because that's, that's what we were taught. You know, our, our, mother and, our mothers and daddies were married and stayed married, and we, we thought that was what you're supposed to do. You get one chance. You get one gal. You know what? That's I wouldn't right. swap her for nothing. Oh, that's, that's great to hear. And what about since you've now retired and, and stopped coaching, how has kind of life changed or marriage changed just at, at this stage of life? Marriage is still much the same. Uh, like I say, we've been married 65 years. We're both in our 80s. You know, we're lucky that we've got decent health. I've got, I've been very fortunate with my health. Anne's had a few pains, aches and pains. But, uh, but, but, uh, uh, we, uh, we, we uh, I just lucky, you know. You, you got the right one. It's so damn important. But we, we, when we came up, we were taught that you don't, you don't divorce. Mm. Now I say that, and yet I've got divorce in my family. You mm. know what? Everybody has to make their own decisions. It's true. No, no question about that. Well, ha- has retirement gone like you wanted? And, and do you still have some some goals that you want to? No, it's pretty. Uh, it's pre- pretty good. I speak now. That's you right. Know, I speak. I, I speak up North Carolina a lot. South mm. Carolina a lot too. Pro- I probably speak more in South Carolina, North Carolina, than any other state other than right down here in Florida and Georgia and, and cl- cl- towns close by. You know. Oh, that's And great. I enjoy doing that. You know, and I'm. And uh, the, 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 I speak to Fellowship of Christian Athletes a lot. Yep, that, that's meaningful to me. I speak to churches. I speak to prayer breakfasts. You know, I speak to corporations. You know, and and uh, but and I and I enjoy that. You know, what what are you most passionate about when you speak? What do you enjoy sharing the most? The Bible. There you go. Good. Yeah, yeah. really, it is. I mean, even if I'm speaking to a corporation, I'll still try to get. I still try to sneak in a little biblical stuff, you know, because I'm, not, I'm determined not to be ashamed of it. Oh, that's great. Well, and plus those principles, they, they work for business. We know that. Yeah, sure they do. Sure they do. That's where the Yeah, that's exactly right, man. No. A, lot of, a lot of guys don't understand that. That, no, they're they're missing out. That, that's for yeah, sure. They're missing out. <laughs> We're talking with Bobby Bowden here on Unpacking It, and and I really want to ask you this: that that you're you're such an accomplished coach, and and the the list goes on of all that you've you've been able to to do. But it seems like you've been able to put accolades in their proper place. H- how do you do that, and how do you even challenge others? Like when you're talking to Christian athletes or businessmen that do have success, to to put it in its proper place. Well, that's a. I, that's a good point because I'm glad to hear you say that. Cause I would like to think I do that. I, you know, a lot of times you can't see yourself. Sure. But I've, uh, you know, I exactly how I feel. 
and I'm not trying to be humble, uh, but but this now I've got a lot of trophies. I got you know I got Bear Brown Award. I've got the Lombardi Award. I've got the Brown Award. I've got the Shula. You know I've got a lot of big statues here and all kind of plaques. I got all kind. But what 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 are they good for? Mm. What are they good for? When I die, they ain't going with me. You know, that's right. And and they're they're, they're in a storehouse somewhere. You mm. know, and so. I don't, I don't make those my God, you know. And there's some guys that would, because here's the thing I found out. I bet if you hadn't found out, you're gonna find it out. Mm. When you get to the top, there ain't nothing. There mm. ain't nothing there. You know, uh, all of a sudden you're lonely. Uh, you're you still got to lead. You still got to set the example and, and to do that. But but once uh, we see that, we we look at. Look at people that are. I mean, there are many suicides from rich people. There are poor people. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. You see an athlete make millions and millions and millions of dollars and shoots himself. You know. Mm. So, so that to me, that that's a lack of faith. You know. Wow, it's strong, very strong. Well, well, coach, it, it's been an honor to to speak with you. And and as we we wrap it up, and and just kind of with the the theme of the, your new book, the wisdom of faith. What's that that one line of, of wisdom that, that you can leave us with today? Well, I, I, I think keeping your priorities in order. Mm. You know, to, W-I-N, when. Mm. What is important now? Mm. What's important now? I lost a grandson the day after Christmas. He was 23, just graduated from Florida State. I already had a job offer, and now all is gone, you know? Mm. And that uh, death is a wake-up call to all of us that we're not going to be here forever, you know. And my 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 advice to all everyone, but get yourself straight with the Lord, you know, and be prepared. Be prepared for that next world, you know. Then I think you'll be a lot happier in this world. In fact, the Bible tells us that. Amen. Well, let, let's end it right there, and, and people can keep up with you on Twitter, actually, the Bobby Bowden, and, and your new book, The Wisdom of Faith, that you wrote with your son, Steve Bowden. Coach, it's, it's been a privilege and an honor, and, and thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Well, it's always great to talk to you, and, and uh, again, I really, have, I really think a lot of that town you live in. Uh, well, great to hear. I, I love it as well, and thankful to, to be in Charlotte for sure, and uh, we, we welcome you with open arms anytime you, you come up here. Thank you, buddy. We'll see you later here. All right. Thanks a lot. That's legendary coach Bobby Bowden here on Unpacking It. I hope you enjoyed this classic interview here on the Unpacking It podcast and encourage you to check out some of our recent interviews as well as all the classic interviews that we have available to you on unpackingit.com or in iTunes. Just search Unpacking It and wherever you uh, listen to the podcast. I, I hope you'll be willing to leave uh, a comment and, and a review and, and offer some feedback. That especially helps in iTunes. And if you ever want to uh, offer up some some thoughts, uh, you can email me personally, Bryce, B-R-Y-C-E, at unpackingit.com. Also, be sure to check out our weekday email devotional blog. You can sign up for free on unpackingit.com. And if you feel led to support Unpacking It Ministries financially, we would greatly appreciate your monthly support. 
even as little as $5 a month would just be a, a huge blessing to our ministry so that we can continue to encourage, challenge, and inspire sports fans to follow Jesus and become more like him. Thanks for all of your support. Thanks for listening today. And we'll talk to you next time on the Unpacking It podcast.